Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to this very special Fumble Extra. Myself, Bernard Kay and Darren Fletcher seeing you into 2018 with a New Year's pick six. He's gone with a pick six. Very, very simple. We've got six topics to cover, Darren, and the first one comes from me to you. It's very simple. It's been an amazing year so far. Many individuals have shone through the NFL shield, the badge that is the almighty NFL. However... Who is, or who has been, your unsung hero? Your NFL Man of the Year 2017. We don't want the obvious ones, Davin. Who do you think? Who who would you suggest? Okay, well, I'm going to go right back to the start of the year. In fact, I'm going to go back to the Super Bowl last year. And the obvious Man of the Year, of course, is Tom Brady. Hello! Yeah, you don't want the obvious one. So I'm going to go for a guy who played a really big part in the Super Bowl. He's not a superstar, but he was that day in Houston. I'm going to go for James White, the running back, who scored the winning touchdown, but he was an absolute key figure in the second half of that Super Bowl. I don't think the Patriots could have won the Super Bowl without him. Brady was clearly the key man. The Patriots' defense was clearly a key unit. But James White, on offense, not the main running back, not a household name, he played such a part in the second half of that Super Bowl that I'm going to give it him. He is my unsung man of the year, for 2017. What about you? I'm going to go, once again, not obvious, because we don't want the obvious ones. We don't want the Antonio Browns and all that kind of stuff. And we know that a lot of NFL players do an awful lot for charity in and around their communities, both where they're from in their hometowns, but also within the communities of where their team is situated. So I doff my cap to all those guys. And they work tirelessly, tirelessly, to, uh, to put smiles on mainly young children, young people's faces. And I doff my cap to that. I think it's superb. But I'm going to go for a bit of a weird one, but one that I think is very, very obvious. I'm going to go for the medical staff that have looked after all the players that have gone down with injuries this year because there's been some absolutely horrific, horrific injuries. And I think because of the extreme conditions in which NFL players 
play this sport, we need extra special medical care. And I think the way that some players come back so quick, some players are so confident and so keen to get back on the field. I'm just going to doff my cap to all those people who look after all our injured NFL players. Very, very good. I, I can see we've gone either side of the spectrum there. Yeah. You know, we talk about the, the players doing the work for charity. One that always seems to get tremendous amount of praise for that is Thomas Davis at Carolina. I read a really fantastic article about him, about what he does in the community in Carolina. You know, things like what they do on Thanksgiving night, cooking dinners. And he personally goes and gets involved in all of this. I think it's a really nice side to the NFL. You know, the fact that we talk about these superstar sportsmen earning so much money. But a lot of them have then got foundations on the top of that. And they change people's lives in a lot of ways. And the NFL, I think, is one of the best uh, sports leagues in the world for encouraging their representatives to do that and, and, and backing them to do it, etc. And I think it's a really, it's an unsung side of the NFL and something that really should, that they really should be praised for because I think it's fantastic. And I think they do more in the NFL than most sports, if not all sports. They, they really seem to have that community feel and that real sense of, of obligation that they should give back, which I think is great. I met him on the year that he won his uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year. I just apologise. My, my, my cafe latte has just arrived uh, whilst we're recording this. Uh, so uh, I apologise. Thank you, Sarah, for that. I appreciate it. I met him when he picked up his Walter Payton Man of the Year award. It was the year of the Super Bowl in San Francisco. Am I right, Darren? Right, Super Bowl 50, that would have been. I think it is. Was it, was it Super Bowl? I'm getting, I've been to so many, Darren. They all blend into one. <laughs> it, was either, it was either Phoenix or San Francisco where he won it. And I talked to him about the London Warriors. Uh, I the, think it must have been the one before because he was playing in the Super Bowl 50. Yes, he was. Played in that Super Bowl, if you remember rightly, with a broken arm. Can you yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So I spoke to him about what he does within his community and I told him about the London Warriors. And originally the London Warriors was exactly that. It was an American football team that was set up to help underprivileged or kids that were just kicking about and preventing them from getting into trouble or kids who were already in trouble. It stopped them going down that line of work, shall we say, i.e. crime. And he was really intrigued to know what uh, we did and how, how the London Warriors worked. And what he actually did was he said, hey, maybe we could do some work together. So I've communicated with him on and off uh, several times now about doing something together. It's not come off yet, but who knows uh, what could happen down the future. So let me have a look. Here we go. 2014 it was when he won it. 15, so what is Super Bowl 48? I was either Arizona or New York. Isn't it funny how everything just blends into one? <laughs> I, I mean, you know what? We're, we're lucky, Darren, that we're, we've been to so many Super Bowls, and this is why we pinch ourselves, and this is one of the main reasons why we started the podcast, is that we're, we're, we're given a wealth of riches in what we do for a living, but mainly I've been to Super Bowls as a fan uh, because I get tickets. You know, I get, I get offered tickets, so it'd be stupid of me to turn them down. But I, I, I think that uh, sometimes you just got to pinch yourself and say, do you know what, I've been to so many Super Bowls, they all blend into one, and I can't remember what, when, where, how and why. <laughs> right. Anyway, I've got one for you. What was the best thing to happen in football in 2017? I think this is a tough one for this year because there's been so many things that have gone on. Obviously, uh, the main talking point that people will reflect back on the season of 2017 is Colin Kaepernick and the way that the protests have developed with the National Anthem. Do you not think? Vern, let me just say, like you just mentioned that your cafe latte had arrived. My cup of tea has just been brought in by Mrs F. So Hi, Mrs F. 
So oh. we're all good here. We're all Carry settled. On. We're all settled. Yeah, I just think the way that Colin Kaepernick thought, you know what, with everything that's going on in Baltimore, everything that's gone down on in Florida, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to stand for what I believe in. And I think that will be the pivotal point. I think it's a pivotal turning point for the NFL 2017. And the do you stand, do you kneel, do you sit for the national anthem? And when the president of the United States, albeit whatever you think about him, Donald Trump, when the president of the United States talks openly on Twitter and in public about the NFL, I think there's a real issue that needs to be addressed. And I think it will be. And I think the players... Uh, union, I think all the players and the owners and the NFL itself in Roger Goodell, uh, let's not forget he's just signed a new contract, a new deal, so it's important that he gets his his all his cards in order. Uh, I think something is going to happen that is going to have a massive impact on the NFL in the future. And for me, that is the one talking point. I'm going to look slightly closer to home. And I'm going to say the fact that we were fortunate enough as a, as a country to be given four games by the NFL. And we proved, again, that we can handle four, sell out four, that we can handle more. So the question was, way back when, can you handle one? Yes, we can. Can you handle two? Yes, we can. Can you handle three? Yes, we can. And this year, we've proved we can handle four. Now, when you get to four, you're starting to get towards eight. And we know what eight is. Eight is a regular season home schedule. So I think the best thing for me this year is purely personal because I want to see an NFL franchise here or if not as many games as possible every year the fact that the four game experiment this year worked so well the NFL UK office did a wonderful job the NFL international series group did fantastically well we now know we're going to get four more next year and then after that it's going to continue to grow so well done everybody in the NFL community in England and in Europe for supporting the cause as well as they have and making sure it continues to grow. Everybody connected with the sport on these shores deserves a pat on the back, whether you're a casual fan, whether you're a a ticket buyer, whether you've worked on the organisational side, whatever it is, give yourselves a massive 2017 pat on the back because you have all been instrumental in us taking the next step towards eventually, fingers tightly crossed, having our own team here in the UK. Here, here, and I think it can be done. I think it can be done. I think it will be done. I think we'll play. We talked about this. I think we did this pre London games. We talked about it earlier on in the year. I think what will happen is that we will get eight games, then it will be decided whether we get a franchise, then it will be decided where they're going to be based. Are they going to be based in London? I doubt it. I think they'll be based on the east coast of America. I think they'll have their training camps and all their facilities on the east coast of America. And I think they'll play a stretch of games which will see them play maybe two, three. It won't be four, but maybe three home games in a row. And they'll be camped here for that period of time. And then they'll go back to America. But then they will be, oh, at London, whatever. Hopefully it'll be the Warriors. Be interested. Uh, I I still believe, (laughs) this is where we we disagree. I still believe if we're going to buy into it as a nation, they've got to be here. I don't think we'll fully accept that they're ours unless they're here. And I, don't I look think at what happen. you're saying, scheduling and all that completely. Get, I don't, and, and you, I don't think it'll happen, right. Darren, uh, solely because when players get into camp, they're there for a long period of time. And you're asking professional athletes with families to spend half a year outside of their country, outside of America. 
they won't move all their families over here. They're going to be based on the east coast of America and then they'll come over here for a period of time. That's the easiest solution. But what's what's the difference, Fern? Just kind of playing devil's advocate. What's the difference than if you're a guy that resides on the west coast or you reside in Arizona and you get drafted by an east coast team? Your family still stay on the west coast and you go and live on the east coast for the duration of the season. There's no difference. Let me just play devil's advocate, Vern. So what's the difference? And I take your point. Fine. Take your point. What's the difference between you're a West Coast guy, your family lives on the West Coast, and you get drafted by an East Coast team? So your family would stay on the West Coast, and you'd go and live on the East Coast for the duration of the NFL season. So why can't a player do that in London? I get that, but I I don't think players will be willing to invest in a property, a flat maybe, over here in the UK, whilst all their investments, like their family and everything that they're involved in, is back home in America. I don't think that will happen. I honestly don't think it'll happen. But who knows, Darren? Who knows? We never thought that we'd get four regular season games in London. So, Do, do Do you think that we're a nation that would accept that? Do you think we'd go, all right then, you're ours, but you're not really? and we're going to go in fully. I don't think it matters. I don't think in in this day and age where international players play all over the world, you know, look how many international players are in the Premier League. I don't think it matters. As long as we are the London whatevers. But those teams are here. Yeah, I I know. I get that. And we adopt adopt the team and we adopt what they are and who they are. I think it doesn't matter. I honestly don't think it matters. As long as we are the London, let's say, Jaguars, or Jaguars, as we say up north, uh, I don't think it matters. Is the bigger picture, though, if the media are going to buy in and the media are going to cover it in the manner that they need to, that they've just got to be ours. They've got to be daily access to these guys and they've got to be able to go and cover that team as they'd cover Tottenham or they'd cover Chelsea or they'd cover Man United. You've, you've got to have the people here to be able to do that. If they disappear off to play three games in the US and we don't see them for a month or whatever it is, are, are, are the... Are the are the mainstream media people really going to believe that they're genuinely ours? Darren, we t- Darren, 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 we've talked about mainstream media. Mainstream media in the UK generally isn't bothered about the NFL. But it'll have to be if we're going to have a franchise here. But the the, fran- the NFL International Series is working without mainstream media, without the NFL being on the back pages of the tabloids. It works already. They don't need it. We're in a new era now where digital media is king. But to have a franchise, you'd have to have that too, surely. That would have to work hand in glove. Otherwise, there's no point. Otherwise, it goes back to your original point that is well, I, 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 regular I, season games and I do get, that. I, I get that, but I, I genuinely believe that we won't have a base here. There will not be a London Jaguars facility in the UK. However, what we will get is we will get more access and we will have those individuals who do what they do in the States do it over here if you know what I'm saying. We will have a Jaguars press officer. We will have a Jaguars communities officer. We will have a Jaguars player relations officer based in London. Even though the facility isn't, we will have that in London. I think that if you look at the development of the international series, it's all been baby steps. You know, Roger Goodell and Alistair Kirkwood, they've not thrown everything at one individual target. They've just said to each other, let's do it gradually. Let's see how the fans accept us. Let's see how the media accepts us. And it's working. We're at four games now at two different venues. Let's not forget, Twickenham holds more than 75,000. 
Wembley holds more than 90,000 at full capacity during a soccer game, a football game. Those are massive steps that the NFL has taken, and it's worked. And the, the NFL won't invest in something if it doesn't think it's going to have a long-term solution. And I think the long-term solution for this situation that we're talking about is we'll have an eight-game season ticket where uh, fans buy eight-game season tickets. Then Roger and his team and all the, everyone in New York and London will say, right, can we afford to invest, like we did with the World League, which failed, on an international proposition in London that will survive a minimum of 25 years? And that's what they'll do. They'll come up with a plan. It will be gradual. It will be baby steps. And if they think they can do it, they'll do it. If there's any umming and ahhing, if there's any doubt whatsoever, just a microchasm of doubt, they won't do it. Have you finished? Yeah. I like that. I, I was waiting because you spoke so well there. You were like a statesman. I didn't mm. want to come in and interrupt you. I was Thank waiting. you, Darren. That's, why, that's first, why we get on so well. <laughs> yeah, my, my own personal view is I, I think the franchise idea is great, fantastic. In a fairy tale world, it works. I think your original point is right. I think eight regular season games works best for everybody because it, you then don't have the problems I'm talking about. But let's kind of throw it out there. At the fumble on Twitter. <clears throat> I'm frogging my throat. <clears throat> At the fumble on Twitter. Would you be accepting and passionate if the franchise came here under the terms that Vern's talking about. Would that, as a, as, a, as, a, as a British person, would you accept that that franchise is legitimately ours if it wasn't here all the time? And I'm really interested to see what the fan base think about it, Vern. Mm. Yeah, I think that's good. Uh, so you know where we are on the old Twitter. Uh, we like your opinions. This week, we have had the most interactions on our Twitter feed than I think we've ever had since we started. There's been some phenomenal reactions when we put out there, what should we talk about uh, this week? So on Twitter, what do you think? Would you still follow the London whatevers if they were based in the States just as much as if they were based in London? Can you imagine a London Jaguars facility outside the M25? It's interesting. Very interesting. What's next, mate? All right, Darren, we've been waffling on. Let's do the last three really quickly, OK? Here we go. Yep. What are the New Year's resolutions that you'd suggest for NFLers? I would suggest for NFLers in the AFC to make a New Year's resolution, they're going to learn how to beat Bill Belichick in the playoffs. Because if they do that, then they've got a chance to win the Super Bowl. If they don't, the Patriots are going to win it again. Uh, another New Year's resolution would be to keep working on these touchdown celebrations. <laughs> when I first got into the NFL, they were great. The and shuffle. then they were banned. And now they're back again. They're brilliant. I love them. Get more creative if you possibly can. And I would also say to offensive linemen out there, make it a New Year's resolution to try and protect your quarterback yeah. a little oh, bit better than you are doing. Because as a fan, we need the superstars throwing the football for this league to survive and thrive. And the more big-time signal callers that go down, the more challenging it becomes. So look after your quarterbacks better than you are doing, please. Mine's dead simple. Mine's a, a, a home-born one, I think. It's all, all about NFL fans in the UK. We sell out Wembley in, what, an hour is it, Darren? 60 minutes, yep. I think, and Twickenham. So four games sold out in record time this year. However, once again... Two men and his dog turned up at the Brit Bowl. So I'm asking this of NFL fans in the new year. Please, if you're a massive NFL fan and you love the game of American football, we all live and breathe this sport and we all think we're 
a little bit geeky, which we are. We're a little bit nerdy, which we are. We're a little bit special because it still is a minority sport in the UK. So let's support each other. Let's tap each other on the backs. If you've got a local American football team, go and have a look on a Sunday afternoon. Go and have a butchers. If you've got a local university that you know play American football, go and have a look. Go and show some support. If you've got some spare time, if you love the game that much, go and help out. doesn't matter if you, if you volunteer to be the water boy or if you volunteer to do the laundry, clean the dirty kit. Please, please, please try and help your local American football team because the more players we get to participate in the sport, the more the word gets spread, the more opportunity, the more chance we have of have, having UK players in the NFL. Let's get back to grassroots. Let's try and get as many kids as we can playing youth American football. It's really important for NFL fans to show support to their local teams. All right. Thought the... we're doing these quickly. I know, I know, I know, but I, I, I feel really passionate <laughs> so about you've this. You've got it again. You've got it again. One more minute. Yeah. I feel really passionate because I've played in four brick balls and it's the pinnacle of British American football and teams yeah. work so hard to get there and you think it's an amazing spectacular. The last one I played in, there was no one there and it was the London Blitz versus the London Warriors, two fantastic teams. Look at the Brit Bowl this year against the Tamworth Phoenix and the Blitz. The Tamworth Phoenix were superb this year. Absolutely awesome. A turn up for the books. They beat both London teams, which has never been done for a long, long time. In fact, I don't think it's been done ever. So I doff my cap to them. Go out there Relax. and support your local British American football. Re team. Relax. Plus me the Valium, please. If, if you ever run for office, I'm going to vote for you. You've been <laughs> fantastic today. Right, here's one. Back to you. If you could have any NFL players around to your house for New Year's drinks, who would it be? And you can't invite Tom Brady. Oh, well, there's no point. Just it, call it off. Just, just <laughs> game over. All right. Uh, I would I'd, I'd have Ray. Yeah. Our good friend Ray Lewis, because he, he is he is complete value. I would go Ocho Cinco because he's an okay. absolute lunatic, even though he's not playing anymore. I would go <laughs> Come on. Simon Cross, our producer, has just written on a piece of paper. Stefan Diggs. Of course he'd invite <laughs> Stefan Diggs. Of course he would. That's outrageous. Behave yourself, Simon. Listen, Crossy, our producer, would kick his wife out of the house to have Stefan Diggs around for Christmas <laughs> that, dinner. That is a bromance and a half. Yes. It's obscene. Yeah. I'd have Antonio Brown so that my daughter could give him some lessons in fashion sense because he's right. outrageous. Uh, who else would I have? I'd have all the characters. I, I wish I've I could got go, two. I wish I could I've go back two. to the 60s and 70s, Darren, and I'd just invite the yeah, Raiders. I, I've got two. Dead simple. I'd have Jim McMahon because he's a, the Character. original legend in my eyes, yeah. the first NFL player that I was massively into. And I would also have Michael Irvin, the former receiver of the Dallas Cowboys, so I could just listen to what Michael Irvin did during his career in the NFL off the pitch. Oh, yeah. The drinks would flow and Michael Irvin would entertain me royally. That, well, that would do anybody else. If, if, if anybody else knocked on the door, I would just send them away. Well, I told you my Michael Irvin story, didn't I? Remember, uh, remember when we no, were on the did you? Yeah, when we were on the barge going to when we both had the opportunity to captain and sail Shad Khan's super yacht. Do you not remember? Right. I think we were three or four glasses of champagne in when I told that story. Oh, but, yes, I do remember it now. But Michael Irvin is one of those guys who got away with it. Oh, yeah. Like, without a doubt. The stories that oh, yeah. fly around about that Cowboys team in the early 90s are ridiculous. Yes. Absolutely ridiculous. But to have him one-on-one -on -one over a turkey Ooh. and some sprouts, I think that would be that would be an absolute classic. Listen, I don't think that's the first time he's been had one-on-one -on -one over a turkey, so don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, man. There you go. Man, that is funny. 
a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Right, okay, here we go. Me to you. Given we're recording this before Christmas and it's going yeah. out after Christmas, are the yeah. Packers still in with a shot at the playoffs, Darren? Yes. Yes. They're obviously in the playoff picture as we record this with Rogers about to come back this week to finish out the season and he's got to win every game. If he does that, they'll be in the playoffs. And if they get to the playoffs, nobody wants to play them. So they are still in playoff contention. I thank you, Brett Hundley, for a variety of things. Uh, most importantly, beating the Cleveland Browns in overtime, which I never thought we'd need to do. Insane. But also now there's a possibility for the Packers to maybe trade Brett Hundley because he's got some value because they know he can play in the league. So that might help them get additional players in, in the draft. But yes, they are. And Aaron Rodgers is going to come back and make a statement. And I've absolutely got my fingers as tightly crossed as possible that the Packers can have a playoff run. Great. And if you want to play fantasy NFL, best way to do it is on DraftKings. Go on there, use the promo code FUMBLE, not at FUMBLE or the FUMBLE, just FUMBLE. You can play for free, join a league, it's great fun, we do it all the time. Or, best thing to do, stick a few dollars in. If you do that, you've got something to play for, you can win prizes too. Might help you pay for Christmas if you're any good at it. Get on DraftKings, promo code FUMBLE. Make sure you use that, please, that's all we ask. That's great for us, and enjoy your fantasy football. Your final question, Vernon Kay. What are your hopes for 2018 in the NFL? I hope that every quarterback stays healthy and I hope that we have a competitive NFL season. Not that we haven't this year, but I think losing Wentz has been very, very sad. Losing Aaron Rodgers for a period of the season has been ridiculously sad. You Losing that young Texas quarterback over there, Deshaun, uh, Watson. Deshaun Watson, really that broke my heart because I think that guy is special. And I know it broke Bill O'Brien's too. I know, and I and I know that we've talked a lot about Carson Wentz, and we talked a lot about Jared Goff. But I think the way that Deshaun came into the season, no hopes or expectations, and literally blew the league up. I doff my cap to him. I wish him all the best uh, in his recovery, and let's hope that he and the Texans have an amazing 2018. That's it, really. That's it for I, me. That's I've all got, I want. I've got two, Vern. Go uh, number one is that we get some great matchups in the international series in 2018. I'm hoping to see the Green Bay Packers in London. Can't wait for that. I'm hoping that Tottenham Hotspur's new stadium does the NFL proud when they host their first game. And the final hope I have is that Roger Goodell wakes up one morning and he thinks, you know, I've met this guy in the UK. His name's Darren. And we, we do a bit on the stage at the tailgates and all that. And I've got this new contract and I don't need all of this. So I'm going to cut Darren Fletcher into my new NFL contract and give him a share of the spoils because he deserves it. 
So that's what I'm hoping for in 2018. Well, I'll be honest with you. I just want a free ball speaker. <laughs> yeah. There is that too. There is that too. Uh, right, that's it. Thank you very much, everyone. Appreciate it. As always, this is the Shooting Shark production. Thanks very much. Have a great 2018. NFL fans, spread the word about the game. Spread the word about the league. Make it, make it exciting. And all those people that tweet me and Darren about the game going on for too long. I don't understand it. Too many rules. It stops and starts. Let's just slowly lift that middle finger and say, listen, yes. it's one of the most entertaining competitive sports on the planet. Take it in, consume it, accept that it's here, and then enjoy it. And don't forget that the day Vernon Kay, after the form he's been in today, decides to run for office, <laughs> vote for this man. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs>